Hi, welcome back to Gab's Oval Office. This will be episode four of the podcast series. I have Ryan Abel on today. Uh, is a friend from the summer and a club runner at NC State, North Carolina State University. We talked about his career, uh, his passions outside of running and running in the sport. And yeah, it was a great conversation, very organized and probably the best episode I've had in terms of guests, just the delivery of organization. Hopefully going forward, um, we do that. I'm sorry for the two week hiatus. It's been hard with guests canceling in and out and just finding people, but we found a rhythm and for the next month or so, it should be pretty smooth. So enjoy. Hi, listeners. I want to introduce you to my good friend from the summer, Ryan Abel. It's, that's how it's pronounced, right? Yep, Abel. Okay, because I was like thinking about Abel. Um, that also yeah. works. Um, <laughs> that is how it's spelled, so. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we met through. But yeah, no, it's Abel. Yeah, we met through a post by Ryan on a club group uh, group in uh, on Strava for runners in the state of Maine. I usually summer with my parents in Rockland, Maine, which is on the mid coast. And while Ryan took an electrical engineering internship with a firm in Lewiston, Maine, uh, he's a native of North Carolina. Uh, Ryan goes to North Carolina State University studying mechanical engineering. He runs on the school's club team, runs the 5K on the track and 8K in cross country, big PR of 16, 12 in the 5K, and coming off a pretty high mileage summer. Ryan has decided to share his experiences in the grand sport and forthcoming goals, you know, with your next two years of um, college running. Um, just from our conversations, I uh, wanted to, I guess, my first question was, when most people think NC State, they think, uh, they, they think a very strong women's distance program. They think Sam Parsons, Caitlin Tuohy. I think one like other Wolfpack alumni that make NC State such a household name in running, and I know it. It feels like I'm also coming from speaking at an angle where I'm talking about the varsity team, but also I bet it stems down to their club team. Like you guys are probably like the culture at running in at NC State's pretty high. So I guess starting off, like how does it feel to represent a school even at the club or club level that carries like such like pronounced weight to it um yeah it's it's awesome man um it's it's really cool just getting to see all those runners kind of on like a frequent basis just because we all kind of train in the same places you know a lot of us like work together at Fleet mm-hmm. feet you know where, where some of us work um and other than that just like we do hang out a good bit but i mean again we are we are on a different level you know they're they're division we are just club but um i think kind of all the all the best clubs in the nation really have either have no division team and so they just kind of get all the best runners or they have a really good division team like as in our case and so you know we had uh, our uh, girl Claire Peters who's like a sub 17 5k runner um, but she's not even on the division team just because they're so good wow. so it's really awesome to be able to represent um, uh, yeah the the NC State brand even if it's uh, not a division level. So when when you talk about like you there are times where like you maybe like have relationships with not relationships since like like you know like dating but I'm just talking like personal relationships like <laughs> yeah um, yeah just 
big big uh clarification there um <laughs> how, how does the, like does the club team and the division team do they mingle like within with each other like, do you guys run with each other like, just hang out like off the track off the cross course yeah i mean we mingle a little bit um mainly in the sense that we do go to the same school so like a lot of times you'll end up in classes with <laughs> the division runners and so you already have something to talk about which is running um you know i'm in i'm in mechanical engineering um like one of Brett Gardner, he's on the team, and he's kind of become a little bit of a friend of mine just through classes and learning with them. I mean, got Caitlin Tui, like she literally was just like in my statistics class, <laughs> like just working on normal school things. So it's kind of easy to to meet people that way. And then also, there's just a couple of a lot of the division runners are just really chill and just nice people. Um, mm -hmm. and so they they'll kind of reach out for like different events and stuff. There's like you know like a Christmas party that we went to last year. It was a ton of fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, really, I have nothing, nothing but good things to say about the people on the division team. They, they're always like kind of super welcoming, even to club runners. Yeah, that's nice to hear that it's not like siloed off, even though it is a different type of level of like comp competitiveness that like you guys mingle with each other. And like, it's really nice. So at least like, the, like at least for me, like the people that I look at at NC State, they're, like they're studs. And like, if I saw them in real mm -hmm. life, I would like... You know, not fan guy over them, but like you know, you know <laughs> but they're like a normal. They're all their normal human beings, and even seeing like Caitlin too in your classes, that's a, that's pretty cool. But um, I guess going yeah. away from that, um, so club level, how how's like, how was your um, like, what are your impressions of it? Um, if someone were to want to join, like, didn't want to do varsity running at the collegiate level, but wanted to take on club running, like. What are your impressions of it and like just your I guess experiences? Yeah. yeah. I mean club running, it's it's really awesome. Um the great thing about it is that it's it's kind of whatever you want to give in. So there we have people who come two days a week and do an easy run, don't race at all. And then we have people who come, you know, six days a week, do all the workouts, race, run freaking mm -hmm. 75 to 80 miles a week like just giving everything they can to the sport to see what they can do um you know it's nice to know that even if maybe you don't have a natural talent for like a d1 level or or you just don't want to make that kind of level of commitment that there there is a place for that level of competition and you can continue to be competitive outside of ncaa so yeah i mean it's been really great it's i'm again exactly what you want to put into it you totally can of course and with the guy the guys and girls team I'm assuming there's both a guys and girls club team. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah. how is like, do you guys practice at the same times and mingle with each other? Yeah, we, we practice at the same times. We're both, uh, you know, we have the same coach. So our, okay. our coach right now is a, um, a grad student here at state. Um, oh, wow. He has been training one of my roommates actually to kind of replace him as he uh, prepares to defend his PhD thesis. So we all practice together. We're we're all super close. I mean, my girlfriend's on the, the women's team here. Um, and they're also, you know, a really, really competitive team. I mean, we last year, our team got the men's got fifth in nationals and the women's got fourth. So like they're they're great, too. And they, they put in a ton of work. Yeah. So it sounds like the success like goes down, like starts high at the yeah, yeah. varsity level and goes down to the um, yeah, yeah, club level. For sure. Um, and you guys compete at NERCA, which is like the national mm -hmm collegiate uh, collegiate uh club level running association so that's like, awesome uh so when's your uh when's your first meet 
So our first meet is, I believe, September 17th. Um, this year we're doing all club races. So we have, oh, really? I think only four races and they're all, they're all NERCA. Um, in previous years, we'll kind of do some, uh, division like D2, D3 races that we'll compete in. And especially for track, that's more so what we do. We'll do, uh, just cause it's easy to get individual entries into division races and it's a little bit harder to get team entries. So for mm-hmm. track, we'll do a lot of like, uh, D2, D3 meets, um, but yeah, for club, we've got all, all NERCA races this year. Our first one's going to be at UNC on the 17th. Um, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Apparently, it's a pretty tough course. It's got like hay barrels and stuff to run over. So oh, wow. it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Hearing that sound reminds me of like watching <laughs> on YouTube of um, NXN, where I think they do oh, yeah. like a course in Oregon. And they have the runners like go over hay bells and like it's like really muddy, like just like pure yeah. like cross-country conditions yeah it's like the the british style of contract cross-country where it's like mud and you know yeah, exactly. super steep crawl up hills <laughs> but yeah it'll be fun it'll be a good opener so so um is that a 5k distance so that's an 8k yep we're doing i think last year um I, for various reasons i had some some issues last year and i didn't compete but um yeah, last year they did like two 6Ks and then two 8Ks. This year we're doing all 8Ks, uh, which is kind of nice because I think the first 8K they did last year was at the regionals meet, which isn't really what you want to be doing. You know, you kind of want to get some experience in it beforehand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, just four 8Ks this year. Four 8Ks. And what's the goal for the first one? Don't have a super clear time goal. Um, I haven't run an 8K ever before. You know, despite going be going into my junior year, um, yeah. it just hasn't happened that I've been able to run one. So it's it's going to be interesting. I'd I'd really like to place in ideally the top seven for our team, uh, just based off where everyone's at. Um, so I I don't know. I kind of try not to worry too much about time in cross country, just because it's so subjective on the course and the conditions and um you know everything like that but it'd be nice to be around 27 30 to open off I, I think would be a solid goal yeah that sounds really promising and i know i followed your like summer training and yeah, you're putting in the work but like 70 like 70 miles 65 miles on six has been like your mm-hmm. mile during the summer and how how do you um i guess how do you feel about your summer training feel really good about it um definitely my best summer training block ever you know the past two years I've kind of I've just like lightly touched 70 you know done maybe one week of it um so for this summer I probably have uh you know a dozen miles over 65 and probably I think I'm going on four weeks over 70 um which that, that's really awesome and and for me you know I love running high miles so it's yeah, yeah. I'm really happy to be putting in that kind of work um and I'm excited to probably hold it for, for most of the season. I don't think I'm going to drop too early, but I feel really good about it. You know, the, the workouts are starting to change to be a little bit more race oriented, starting to get a little faster stuff in um, and, mm-hmm. and they're going well so far. So I'm just hoping to kind of continue that momentum. Have you had like a big confidence booster recently in terms of a workout or specific <laughs> run that's like kind of given you like this, like not newfound confidence, but like, yeah, newfound confidence. Nothing too crazy, honestly. Our, our coach really does emphasize, like, workouts kind of up until you start getting towards race season uh, aren't meant to be super difficult for us. Um, I do have to say we did, like, 
I can't remember how many it was. I think it was six by like 1K, 1K, where the like first K was at um, LT, which is supposed to be like, you know, 530, 535. And then the other K is at like 6'10, 6'15. And you just kind of alternate those. So it's like kind of our version of a uh, an extended tempo since we don't really do too many solid state tempos. Um, but that was definitely a really good workout. And, you know, doing it on grass, just kind of giving me the confidence to do um, do fast stuff on grass just because I haven't done uh, I haven't done a proper cross-country race since, since 2019, I don't believe. So, so again, confidence that not only I could do these paces, but I can do them in a cross-country setting is, it's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah. And 2019 would put you at your senior year of high school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you haven't, yeah, right. you haven't touched uh, anything but the track since like, three years. Yeah. Yeah. So my freshman year of college, that was like, you know, so 2020, um, COVID obviously spring track kind of got canned. Um, I ended up doing some like track time trials and stuff, um, and just went straight into cross country training without taking a break, uh, which was maybe ill-advised, but also I didn't mm-hmm. have much else going on. So didn't really want to take one, but it probably wasn't the best idea. But then, so obviously NERCA was not uh, having any races for, for 2020, um, cross country. We, mm-hmm. So our team kind of organized some like track time trials, some 5Ks, um, which those went pretty well. I mean, I ran 1612, which is it's not bad, but it's also not really where I think I could have been. That 1612 was after uh, I had to go, one of our suite mates tested positive for COVID. And so I had to go into quarantine for two weeks. And the first week of it, I was at a hotel and couldn't run. And then the second week of it, I was... Um, second week of it I was dealing with like an Achilles injury that just kind of popped up because I wasn't wasn't really working on it while in quarantine and so I had two weeks of no running um and then like three weeks later ran that so I mean it was solid given the conditions but but I definitely think I could do better um yeah and then the next the next year made a bit of a mistake and donated blood which (laughs) great for society really not good for your season it turns out um (laughs) so that was like two days before our first race and then I had started our first race but did not finish it um and then after that I, I got sick like three times I think um and I really don't know why none of it was COVID I got tested every time but I I, I think it was just because uh maybe donating blood weakened my immune system or maybe I just got really unlucky but um yeah it just it really kind of season went downhill pretty quickly from there so yeah I'm happy to be happy to be healthy now um and yeah, I mean, I just got to stay healthy till the 17th. So pretty soon we'll have an actual cross-country race. And yeah, that would be what, 11 days from now. And do you yeah. have like teams that you're like competing against? Is like UNC's like club team? And yeah, the UNC's club team is the, the main one that I know about. I think the App State club team might be there. Um, from what I've heard, it's probably going to be kind of a less competitive one. Um, you know, UNC, they, they always have some fast guys, which is, is always nice to run with. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it shouldn't, it shouldn't be too crazy of a meet. Damn. All right. Well, all right. Now going, I guess, back to high school. That's where I kind of wanted to segue into. You went to high school mm-hmm. in Cary, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So is that like? How far is that from NC State? Maybe 25 minutes. Very close. Very okay. close. So. In the suburbs of Raleigh? 
Um, yeah, yeah. So I've always grown up in the area. Yeah, yeah. So when you start running and then go from there and we'll go, yeah, we'll go from there. So I started running. Um, my mom did like a handful of little uh, um, color runs for like a year and then she stopped running. But that's kind of when I got into running. I would do like a mile or so every every week and just that was kind of my first introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very slow. Um, and because I was very slow, seventh grade did not quite make the team. Got got. I always say I redshirted seventh grade, so I still have a year <laughs> of eligibility. But but no, yeah, I got cut seventh grade, and then eighth grade made the team. Um, had a lot of fun with it, but really going into high school was just met some some super great people that I'm friends with to this day. My freshman mm-hmm. year of high school. Um, and that really is kind of what locked me into the sport was just like having a group of friends that I can go out with, talk to every day, run with, kind of have something to bond over. Um, and so, yeah, that, that got me started in running my, uh, my freshman year. And did you like, and then when you, first, when you first started, did you do cross? Did you do track? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, what- I did. I did cross country. Um, honestly, I debated not doing it pretty heavily, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy to me thinking back on it just because, yeah. You know, I was coming. I enjoyed middle school track, but I mean, I never really found anybody there that I was like super close friends with. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I I went out, loved summer training for cross country, and then I, I I actually didn't do indoor track my freshman year because I wanted to see if I could kind of, you know, expand myself a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, after after track my freshman year, uh, spring track that is, which I did do, I was pretty pretty locked into the sport. Um, I was definitely ready to uh actually compete you know all three seasons indoor spring mm-hmm. and uh, fall cross country your high school like go how when you first in, got into as a freshman in high school like what was like the mileage you were expected to hit and then how kind of how did that progress over your four years yeah so my my freshman year the the training plan that our coach sent out was kind of like uh, basically like what I want you to do over the summer is bare minimum, get in 25 miles a week. I remember that pretty clearly. Mm. And I remember thinking at the time, I was like, there is no way I can hit that. Um, so my freshman year, I did, I did not hit that. I probably ran 15 miles a week. Um, mm. I ran my first 5k, I think was 29 minutes. I want to say, but, um, a no cuts in high school. So that's what's up. We love, we love that. Uh, that in middle school though, it. you have cuts. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Middle school we had cuts, high school we didn't have cuts. But um, you know, you can't really can't blame them too much for middle school just because it's hard to deal with a bunch of middle schoolers. Like <laughs> middle schoolers are rough. Yeah, no, but um yeah, t- so freshman year I dropped down to like twenty one thirty by the end of it. Um sophomore year for mileage, I think that's when I probably started hitting I, I was at least hitting twenty five. Uh, trying to hit 30 and then sophomore year it was actually it was looking like I was going to be backup varsity and then one of our top runners got injured and so I kind of got pulled in um and was all of a sudden running with you know at the time I, I would consider them the the big dogs of running yeah um even though I wasn't running particularly fast um and that kind of I think is what, what got me to be a little bit more serious about it was once I realized I was like oh I'm an underclassman and I'm, I'm varsity at this point so it's it, you know, I have, I have some, some talent here and I also have some kind of responsibility to that, that team aspect of cross country. Um, so sophomore year, actually putting in some mileage, probably 45 miles a week over the summer. Um, mm-hmm. and then just continue to build on that probably 50 
uh, maybe 55 senior year, um, kind of all my, my higher end weeks. Uh, and then going into college, I just, I started yamming out 65 and now we're up to 75. So it's been a pretty, pretty linear increase over my life now that I'm thinking about it, which is awesome because running mileage is kind of one of my favorite parts. Yeah. And you enjoy like the training runs with your friends and just Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Going over your college and your high school times, at least like, you know, a little mouse, but you know, investigating. Mm -hmm. Broke the 440 barrier, which is, you know, of course, barrier yep. in high school, uh, even before dragonflies. So, like, I know the standard now is like 430 or even faster. So, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, you got to add that conversion. Thing. <laughs> and then 1021 for the 32, like, that's and then 1642 for the 5k. And you did on a legit like 5k course at um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, what the Adidas cross country challenge, like, that's a big collegiate meet that, um, what NC yeah. State hosts. Yep. Yeah, we we usually actually do the um the we'll we'll compete at it for club most years um mm-hmm. which is which is awesome because we we kind of get our entry by volunteering for the the high school race the day after and then they let us compete in the division race um but we decided not to do it this year because it was on a Friday which makes it a little bit difficult um to to uh, get everyone to there so but but yeah most years we get to do that which is which is awesome. Oh, so is it not is it not near to NC State? It is right near NC State. Um, it's just you know a lot of us have Friday classes, and uh, with club we can't get you know we can we can ask to not be at class, but we can't get like any official um, you know, school induced uh excuse slip for lack of a better term. So it's a little bit hard when it comes yeah. down to like missing a lab or or going to a meet. Um and so we we decided that we'd be better off just going to a club race, UNC races the same weekend, but on the Saturday. So ended up choosing that this year. But I hope we'll be back because it, it really is a fun course too. And it's nice to nice to get to run with all the all the other division runners. Yeah, no, it's a pretty highly touted meet. Um a lot of uh even if you're at the club or varsity level like even division mm-hmm. two or one like or even junior yeah. college, like it's pretty huge me and like a lot of people run fast you end up pring you just end up like you're in a pack like through the mile you're yeah. in a pack like 200 or so guys and it's like you can get lost but also they drag you yeah. last times which and is that like, that first mile is is all downhill so it's it's always wicked fast <laughs> Um, all downhill yeah, no it's kind of fun first mile the first mile is all downhill damn damn well that's unfortunate that you can't experience that this year hopefully next year yeah um, it'll happen though it'll happen yeah yeah, yeah. so i guess how is your um like high school team success like is your high school um a which high school did you go to um middle creek middle creek high school yep so yeah. like one of the bigger schools in like I don't know how the like NC State like high school classification system goes in terms of like classifying mm-hmm. like how big a school is. Um yeah. So we do the um the kind of division three of like one A, two A, three A, and we go up to four A. Um mm-hmm. and we, we were a four A school, but we were kind of a, a little dog in the four A school. So yeah. We we're kind of center, upper center of our conference. Um not usually, you know, it kind of came down to sadly we we weren't really vying for a uh, 
uh, team qualification for, for states. It was more just like how many individuals could we send to states on a given year. Um, okay. It also didn't help that initially, at least, we were in, in quite a competitive region with some of the like um, people who were going to be placing, you know, one, two, three at, at uh, states. But um, that kind of shuffled around our senior year. But yeah, so so it was kind of a, a medium sized school. Um, yeah, we had we had a pretty good coach who, you know, she was really just trying trying to do the best with the kind of small group of runners that she had. Yeah, and looking through like the results, doing pretty well. Uh, I guess team wise, mm-hmm. like around like yeah. thirty for an average. I guess your senior year. Yeah, it's pretty. Cool. Yeah. Did you have, so like, senior year we definitely had a really solid team um which was it was kind of nice to go out on that there's a lot of guys that i had really trained with since freshman year that were kind of peaking just at the right time then throughout your like high school years did you have anyone from your like high school that went like i guess college running and mm-hmm. going off that what gave you the thought of like doing running in college yeah so we had we had a handful of runners go college. Um, you know, Will Gray, one of my closest friends, he runs for for West Leon University, which is a, a D3 school kind of kind of near here. Um, and then we had Lauren Johnson. She's just great person and a really great runner. Who, uh, she ended up going to uh, University of Charlotte or uh, yeah, yeah, UNC Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's running division one there, which is awesome. Um, We've had other runners, Jack Cauley, who he was actually before my time, but but we were kind of close with him. He went, did a year at UNC, um, like UNC Chapel Hill, that is, yeah. uh, and then kind of transferred out of it. So we've had a handful of little division run runners here and there, but nothing, not not too many consistently. Um, as far as running in college, I really wasn't super sure what I wanted to do. Um, on the one hand, I mean, kind of coming and in, going into COVID, I was like pretty obsessed with running. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, there have been a handful of occasions in high school where it it gets to be hard. And, you know, especially mentally when you're kind of putting in more work and not really seeing the same results. Um, you know, indoor track my senior year was definitely that case where I was, was a little bit uh, down on myself, just just not being able to get the get the results I wanted and kind of just racing every week and, and not not seeing a ton of improvement. Um, so there was a little bit of me going into college. I was like, maybe I should try to find a little bit more outside of running um but I think I ended up actually finding a really good balance with that which was I kind of acknowledge going into club that it's not necessarily my top priority but as long as it's something that I'm really enjoying I'm totally willing to to kind of give it my all and train pretty hard for it train kind of to the best of my abilities for it um and once I realized that NC State you know a university that has a great engineering program a program that I want to be a part of also had like kind of a renowned club team, you know, consistently placing in the top five for nationals and honestly being one of the not too many club teams that has like a, a proper coach who I think is, is just doing a really good job. Um, Once I, once I realized that there was that system in place for me to kind of continue my, my competitive journey, I was like, Oh yeah, like totally. Like I can get to make some friends and run fast. Yeah, of course. And kind of going back on like the plateau, you experienced in like I, I'm assuming your senior year of high school. Yeah, um, yeah, this was my senior. Year. Yeah, how did you like mentally get over that, and what steps did you take to you know find a like the light at the end of the tunnel? 
Yeah, so I was I was coming off my senior year cross country, which was a solid season. Um, it was kind of okay, but it, it did come together at the end where I got my qualification for state and as an individual, which was a big goal. So I was kind of coming directly off that. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. NXR happened, and then a week later we had our first indoor meet, and so it was there was no real break going into it. So I was a little bit um, already like just a little bit burned out going into the season, and then just kept chugging along um and i mean i remember i ran probably two or three meets at jdl which is an indoor track um mm-hmm. and ran like four like low 450s which was the kind of thing i was running my sophomore year um i saw i was i was really down on myself through that um but to kind of get through it i think the main thing i did was just um kind of realizing that there, there is more to life than running you know it's it's difficult when you're in high school and you just don't have time you know you go to school for six or seven hours a day you go to practice for yeah two hours a day and then you do homework and you go to bed and it's like well now the only thing I have in my life is is running and I think especially going into COVID even though I probably did train too hard that summer um I did still kind of realize that that is uh, not really a healthy way to continue. And then you got you to find things outside of running to motivate you. And then once you do that, you can relax a little bit more. Um, and I personally find that when I'm, when I'm relaxed is when I'm, when I'm training the best and when I have uh, actually the most ability to, to compete. So when you mean by relax, is it kind of a, like a state where you don't like think about the race or like you don't think about like you don't overstress about exactly what's going on with training? Mm-hmm. I think it's more, it's not necessarily not thinking about it. It's more just being intentional about thinking about it. So, you know, like when I'm running, I'm running, um, you know, that's, that's fine. When I'm working out, I'm thinking about working out, but when I'm kind of off the track, I'm really enjoying whatever I'm doing, whether that's hanging out with friends or if it's just like being a part of my studies. Like I remember sitting in high school, there'd be days where I'd be sitting in class and just like writing down splits on a piece of paper for the race that was like two weeks away. It's like, that's, that's not really helping you. You're just thinking about running too much. Um, and, and that's not to say that I didn't like, don't end up that I don't still do like kind of obsess over races before then, but I just try to be intentional. You know, I'll, I'll actually try to set aside a little bit of time before a race to be like, okay, this is the time that I'm going to like plan out what I'm going to do during this race when I'm going to like stress about it. And, you know, it's, it's hard to stick by that, but, um, it is nice to kind of give yourself that level of control that once you do that, you can kind of be like, okay, this is not the time to be thinking about it. This is the time to relax. Um, and that kind of just lets me stay in a, in a good mental relationship with running. Yeah. And did you kind of carry those habits into, I guess, into NC state? Like that's like, mm-hmm. I can personally reflect. I remember, I remember just being in certain classes and I'll be like, Oh, I have an 800 meter, I have a 100, 800 meter uh, race coming up or I have a 1600 <laughs> meter race. And I'm just like, Oh shit. I want to run these exact splits or have even workouts. And I just like, right. Okay. I'm going to run this. I'm going to run this. I want to run this. And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. You know, it just gets in your head. And at the time it doesn't feel unhealthy. It feels like, no. oh, like yeah. just like you're excited about it. But like at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. you're, you're putting too much stress. Um, So like, it's nice that you like had a little slump in college. Well, nice in the fact that you grew from it. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. So kind of how did you like continue those habits in the uh at NC State to kind of just like help you be prepared to where you are now? 
Yeah. I mean, I really kind of started making those decisions about running over, over COVID, which was, you know, when my, my senior ended. Um, so I was kind of already going into college with the intention of doing that. Um, but those sorts of things, even though, you know, the workload is higher and the, even just like the amount of things you have to do in college is higher, it's definitely easier to implement those sorts of habits in college where for, for starters, you have total control over your own time. So you can really be intentional about when you're going to run and kind of when the best time to fit everything in is. Um, And also it's easier because you are studying something that hopefully, you know, you you have some level of interest in, um, in college is always the goal. (laughs) So, you know, whereas when you're sitting in Spanish class in high school and you really couldn't care less about what the teacher's saying. So of course you're thinking about the race, whereas now it's like, oh, I have these things outside of running that I can really um, kind of put myself all the way into it and, and focus on those things. So in a lot of ways, it's, it's really easier to have a, a better mental relationship uh, with running, um, at least especially at the, the club level, where it's kind of, you know, as much as you want to put in. Oh, of course, of course. So that's, I feel like that's a really good topic that a lot of people like relate to. So I'm happy I covered that mm-hmm. or you covered, we were able to bring it up. So kind of moving <laughs> yeah. away um outside of like running do you outside of like your own running do you like follow sport like I know you work you work at Fleet Feet so like you're surrounded by like shoes you're surrounded by people who have like kind of like same like-minded focus like how, how, how involved are you like into professional running or just like the sport in general outside of your own experience I mean, I, as much as I'm not like a huge person who, who uh, kind of knows all the names in running, I do watch a lot of track and field. You know, I, I mean, all four of my roommates are, are current runners or have been runners at some point. So we always, you know, whenever there's the big race coming on, we'll, we'll always put it on world championships, Olympics, um, things like that. We, we love watching together. We actually did a, um, a fantasy team this past year for the world championships. Um, and that was a ton of fun because it kind of got me got me even a little bit more into professional running, not to say I wasn't into it before, but it, it got me to follow events that I never thought I would really be following like shot put and, and yeah. uh, kind of the the other side of running. That's not just distance, but yeah, no, I love, I love watching professional running. It's, it's great. And it's great to kind of support the sport in that way. Yeah. And how was it uh, working at Fleet Feet? Like the perks of working there, the just experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fleet Fleet Feet was great. Um, admittedly, I don't work there anymore. I stopped working at the end of or at the start of summer because that was when I, I started an internship. But um, Fleet Feet's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I work with uh, a lot of the other club runners. You know, there's a couple of the division runners that work there. Um, and so it's great to be surrounded by those guys. And also, of course, you know, there are there are some perks with with uh just the way you can get shoes and discounts and whatnot. Yeah. That's that's awesome to kind of support your your running journey, especially since you know. If you're not at a, a D1 level, you're probably not getting much support from the university to get you, uh, you know, shoes and apparel and all that. So, and running, running a lot of miles isn't cheap, you know, you gotta, you gotta put in some money on shoes, but um, yeah, it definitely helped out a lot. Yeah. So was, I guess going off that, what is your like go-to, uh, if you were to pick, if you were to pick like two trainers, like out of your entire experience, like the goaded two trainers. Mm-hmm. one pair of spikes and like a like a flat for like workouts what, what would those be Ooh, that's a hard one so, so you see so you said two trainers the flats and the spike yeah so 
Spike, I'd probably, going in a bit of a, a random order here, probably pick the Mambas. Um, they're meant to be like a steeplechase spike, but I use them mm. during track and I really love them. They're like kind of a good mixture of like aggressive enough, but cushioned enough for me. Um, so I was a big fan of those. Uh, and also I, I haven't used any of the super spikes yet. So, you know, maybe my mind could be changed if I ended up trying them. Um, outside of that, for trainers, Hoka Clifton, love that shoe. It's just solid, man. It just gets yeah. the job done. It's kind of it's kind of hard to, hard to go wrong with it um for another trainer i would probably say um probably the 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 saucony ride nines that's another just like kind of classic day-to-day shoe that i that i really like um and then for flats i don't really know if i would call these flats they're they're more just like a a speed work shoe um but the sketchers razor sketchers go run razor nine is just such a phenomenal shoe sketchers are are criminally criminally underrated um super lightweight very durable i mean it literally weighs like nothing um and it just feels great on the foot like i i i love that shoe so is this like your current shoe rotation right now or yeah that is more or less my current shoe rotation right now i still need to get a a pair of cross country um cross country spikes i i really don't have one right now so i gotta i gotta get on that um and then i don't have a pair of rides that i consistently run in right now and more just using the cliftons but that's kind of the other daily trainer that i found um works really well for me yeah and then sketchers yeah love those <laughs> thinking like cross country bikes i don't know what the terrain is for your cross country courses i'm i'm a i'm hopefully grass could be road yeah. i know there's been some i know like two years ago the division one like it snowed really badly so they had oh, a yeah. <laughs> on the road in the northeast for the division one cross country yeah. Regional. um yeah but i think in terms of like my own experiences that i i keep on hearing the dragonflies are really good for um cross country i haven't which is so wild too like i couldn't imagine you know they're, they're such like a track focused spike it seems but but everybody swears by them so <laughs> yeah so I don't know if I can get behind the bandwagon, but if <laughs> that's a that's a recommendation, or then the one I really like is the Nike Zoom, uh, the, the Nike Cross like Victory Spikes. Those are amazing, and you gotta go no socks. It is phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal. No socks are key. Gotta cut down on weight, you know. <laughs> oh, big time. That's that's at least two seconds right there. Every month, actually. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, upcoming goals for the season. Uh, I know you talked about twenty seven thirty wanting to hit for the eight k, but Rodley, you said you had four meets. Is that four regular season meets before yep. nationals? Yep. Okay. No, so yeah, four meets including nationals. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so our, our nationals this year, it's um, a course in Virginia. I can't remember the name. I know I've talked to you about it multiple times before, um, but supposedly I've, I've been told it's a pretty fast and, and fun course. So it'll be nice to be kind of peaking on a little bit of a, a better course um, and maybe break 27. That's kind of the, the reach goal at the end there. And then for as 27, that's what? Four, five? I think like the average on that. I think that's like five twenty six per mile. Yeah, that that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty decent. 
was very decent. Um, and then in terms of like the team, like performance. Yeah, for a team, I mean, last year we had uh, we had two two different of our top guys get injured, and we still we still managed to slide into fifth. Um, we're looking pretty good this year as long as people can can keep themselves from getting hurt. Um, you know, it'd be awesome to win nationals, but really, I think we're, we're trying to, to get on that top three podium this year. Um, uh, it's, it's definitely possible, you know, where a lot of us are in really good form and then the kind of the, the yeah. ones who have been dealing with injuries are, are definitely on the up and up, which is, you know, it's a good time to be really getting back into training for them. So I, I think we've got a pretty good shot at being on the podium and, and I mean, potentially winning nationals. I mean, that'd be, that'd be crazy, but that'd be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I guess looking at the results from last year, uh, at least team averages, Northeastern mm-hmm. won 25-47 as their average. I think yep. five. Yeah. And then yours was 26-07. So 20 seconds yeah. per runner on average. That's, I guess, how, how many of the guys are returning from last year? So our top guy uh, ran 20, 25-15, I want to say, uh, Lanier. Um, and he's returning. And he's he's definitely in much better form than he was last year. So he, he ran 1450 something uh, for a 5k on the track, which is just, you know, crazy for a club guy. Um, yeah. So he'll be returning. Um, pretty sure everybody else. So everybody else that ran at nationals, except one is returning. Um, we did have one guy who should have run at nationals. He, he, he would have been a top five guy who was injured um, Two actually two guys that should have been top five that were injured. Um, a guy named Gavin and a, and a guy named James. Um, Gavin will not be returning. James will be returning. Um, and then Guillaume, who was our super fast grad student, who yeah. uh, he was also like foreign exchange. Um, he, I think he was second on the team last year. Um, and so he won't be returning. So we're kind of subbing in, subbing in James for, for him. Um, and James is, he's great, you know, pumping out 80 mile weeks and, all wow. that crazy stuff. So we're we're looking in pretty good form this year. That's that's actually super impressive to hear. So it sounds like it's gonna be a good team. Yeah, yeah. Hope so. Hope so. Very good team. And is that uh I remember you saying like the girls' team has a sub 17 minute runner. I remember you saying when we were sitting, I think we got five guys, and you were like, Oh yeah, she actually graduated. And I was like very, very um very surprised to hear that there was a sub 17 minute 5k runner on the club team yeah <laughs> yeah that's very unfortunate but um good for you guys um she coming back yeah. like how's the girls how's the girls team looking girls team is looking pretty good she she is not coming back she actually um has is going to her to do grad school going to get her master's at the colorado uh, bureau of mines is that that's the name of it i believe uh, um division one. two school um and she so she's going to be running for them this next oh, wow. year um and we we've Based off talking to her, she she at least has a year with them, um, possibly two, depending on how the COVID rules work out. Um, and then other than that, we we do have our other top girl. Um, she is great. She's really fast, but she she also does like Ironmans and is is a big like triathlete. And she she qualified for Worlds in Hawaii. Um, oh, wow. so it's unclear on, on if she'll be returning for for um, cross country because I, I think the world championships is in October so it'll depend on how she wants to shake it out other than that we've got a kind of all the re- same returning runners um, and a couple of runners that were that were injured last year that that should be in good form this year um, and so they'll be looking to be up there but um, 
yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully in the top five again, if not the top three would be, would be nice for the girls team this next year. Um, yeah. And with Claire, it'll be great to see what she, what she does going into Colorado and getting that altitude training. Cause I mean, she got, um, I'm looking at the results now because she, she got second last year, but the girl she lost to was uh, Savannah Carnahan, but she, who ran club for Princeton. But before that she did um, division one at Furman and she got, oh, I, okay. I want to say ninth at NCAA cross country nationals. So oh, she, wow. she's a bit of a demon. Um, so we are like, yeah, fair enough that Claire couldn't quite beat her, but um yeah, if she was here another year, we'd be looking for for her to get the win. But she's off doing big things now. Yeah, I think uh, Colorado School of Mines is a perennial like national qualifier yeah. in D two. I think that's I think that's how the team stacks up on both sides of the gen of of coin men and women. So good for her. Yeah, yeah. Continue that. I so, don't know where I got the term bureau there, but yeah, yeah, the Colorado School Mines. <laughs> probably got lost in translation somewhere. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. That was the call, call glitch out, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, So, like, in terms of, like, the club running, like, how's the turnout? Like, like, the past, I don't know how long you've been at school. Like, how's the turnout been in terms of, like, like it's not mandatory for everyone to go to practice. Mm-hmm on an average day like how many people are coming in terms of racing like how many do you expect to be there out of the team like how big's the team yeah it's it's kind of weird it, and it really does vary you know um we probably have on like our most popular practice days have like i want to say like 50 people come out um maybe even maybe a little more than that actually now i'm thinking about it um and then workouts especially for cross country we tend to have a little bit better turnout so we'll have probably 20 on the guys side and like 15 on the on the women's side that'll uh like be solidly doing the workouts as a group um and then you know so it is kind of crazy because you know you start off cross country season and there's 50 to 60 people at practice and then it's going to be eventually some friday in april and there's going to be like six people that show up to practice yeah um just because that's kind of the way it goes and especially with fridays you know a lot of people end up having having things to do on a friday evening um but yeah it really does vary depending on the day but um it's awesome that we we do kind of have a a solid level of competitive people that'll keep the momentum rolling and kind of keep the the competitive uh side of the club swinging that um we're not really worried about it it fading out or anything like that so we have pretty good turnout that's that's good to hear like how does the, um, is the coach pretty involved? I know you said he was a grad student. Like, how was mm-hmm. like, like, how, who decides the meets? Who, like, the, I guess the organizational structure of your club team, like, kind of describe that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, I mean, we have the same organizational structure as a lot of clubs. Um, one of the things that we do a little bit differently is some clubs do their president and their coach are the same person. Um, and we don't do that, which I think is kind of one of the, the crucial advantages that we have is we have a, our president who I don't even he's not even running competitively this year. He's he's just doing the kind of the organizational and, and easy running side of it. Um, and he, he is the one that kind of has final say in like what meets we're going to run and hmm. kind of organizing our transportation. Um, and then he also delegates out to, of course, you know, like our treasurer who focuses on getting us all of our funding. So like we 
we don't have to pay for gas to meet. We get all our gas reimbursed. We don't have to pay for meat entries. Um, we just have to pay dues. Um, and then for things like nationals, where we'll probably need a hotel, you know, we do need to get some funding from the university for things like that. So he kind of negotiates his way towards getting money uh, from the university. Then we have some secretaries. They do just various things, you know, organizing, getting club t-shirts, that sort of thing. Um, and then really the the coach is, is the other big one. Um, and right now that's Lance and he has been coaching for, God, I want to say like seven years for the club. He has been coaching for, for ages um, and just doing a phenomenal job. I mean, pumped out. You've, you've already heard really, really fast guys and girls through, through his coaching. Um, and so that's, that's his only job though, is he, he writes the workouts and he will, um, tries to make it to practices. Um, he's usually pretty good about making it to, to workouts at least. Um, he doesn't always make it to the easy runs just because, you know, he's a busy man. He's got to defend his dissertation soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll be sad to, to see him leave this. This is the last semester with us, which is kind of crazy, but, um, you know, he's been working really closely with, with a member of the club team who's also going to be doing grad school here to kind of train him and get him ready to replace him. So, you know, I've kind of got, I've got full faith in this transition that the, the new coaching will go well. Yeah. And that's, that's, I guess what the first thing you're talking about, like the president gets gotten to decide like the meat. Uh, that's, that sounds mm-hmm. like, that sounds, like, I don't even know how you would, I guess you would look at like what other club teams are like hosting and but like, yeah. If I, if I, if I'm the president, I'm taking you guys to taking you guys everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. There's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot that goes into it. And that sounds like a pretty like cool like way to just like, I don't know, dictate like, you know, for like like division like with my team, like the head coach decides everything. And he's more of a like the head both the head coach and the I distance coach decide like what our meets are and they are very competitive and the like a meet experience like the biggest thing, like you either go to a meet yeah. like you guys are the only good school and and you kind of just dominate or you'll go to a really competitive meet and it's good to like kind of spread them <laughs> out um yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah okay so all right now uh kind of going wrapping it up a little bit um i guess outside of running what do you like do i know we talked about like do you follow the sport but what's the biggest thing in terms of like, what's your, what are your hobbies? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is, is definitely studying, um, you know, engineering is, it's hard, Obviously. man. It's a lot of work, but it's, it's also super cool. Um, and that's kind of, you know, it's, it's something different going into college where you really like your, like your major. And so I'm, I'm kind of happy to really, really dive into it and go to like, you know, optional engineering events and, and uh, just dive into that whole side of it. Outside of that, um, I do, I guess this is still technical engineering related, but Engineers Without Borders, we do like kind hmm. of uh, international humanitarian aid, trying to get like um, renewable energy sources and like clean water sources to, to impoverished areas. Um, and then I'm even, I'm even a member of English club here at state, you know, okay, getting my, my artsy side out a little bit. Um, I'm not, they do a lot of like writing and stuff and I'm not really much of a writer, but I do like to go and I like to hear everybody else's work and it always, it always gets me thinking and it kind of, you know, it's, it's hard when you're, you're surrounded by STEM people 24 seven and it's kind of nice to to go out and and find that kind of other side and that other outlet that's, that's far away from everything else you do. 
Yeah, no, I that's that sounds pretty cool. So you're a double uh double club guy, uh with the yeah uh, club yeah, running. Quite a few. <laughs> oh yeah. So um let's see. I can I ask you the last question or I can let me do this one. Uh what is like your pre-race rituals post like post-race? Like do you have any superstitions that like carried you through your running career? Or it's kind of just been generic, just listening to music. Yeah. Um, I think the only one that I've consistently kept with is I listened to the song Glorious uh, by Macklemore. Um, I don't know. I've done it. I've done it since high school. I've listened to it before, like probably like three quarters of my races. You know, I haven't been consistent about doing it 100% of the time. But um, it always just kind of gets me in the mindset, gets me, gets me pumped up. So if you're ever looking for a hype song, Glorious, it's a great one. Oh, big time. That's one of them. <laughs> I came out in high school, maybe. Middle yeah. school. Middle yeah. School. Yeah, that was a great song. All right. And then last question. I've been asking everyone. Um, one place you gotta pick a runner. Uh, like pick someone dead or alive to run with and where are you going? Um anywhere Probably, in the world. I think I might I might say um Mark Wetmore, the University of Colorado coach. He's been coaching there for like 27, like, yeah, like 27 years. Um, has just done some some really just crazy things on the coaching side, even though I don't think he did anything too, too, too impressive on the running side. Um, but yeah, I I, I would and um I would probably choose that just from reading the running with the buffaloes. It's yeah. just a it's a great, great book about the 1998 cross-country season they had there um and kind of just the story that went along with it um but yeah i mean i'd I'd imagine that he'd have a lot of tales to tell about all the runners that have kind of passed through the university of colorado not to mention um just sharing about his training philosophy because he's had such a crazy influence on just like recognizing the importance of high mileage and and all that so probably would run with him um Man, it's it's hard not to say Mags just because that's such like an iconic location. Um, nine thousand feet, you gotta love it. Yeah. But he might he might kick my butt there, so I might want to choose something at sea level. Um, I'll go with the the Nike track. Um, you know the the one in the woods out west. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or that has the woods in the center of it. I can't remember. It's at the at the Nike HQ. I'll do that because I've always wanted to run there. So. Yeah. I forgot. I think they call it the Michael Johnson track. I think that's like the name. Yeah, I believe that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good picks. I don't I don't know. I've heard the term. I've heard the name Mark Wetmore before. I know they have a yeah. pretty good program out at Bol- in Boulder. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, those, the are, those Wetmore are pretty philosophy. Yeah. yeah, those are pretty solid picks. I've never ran. I never read Running with the Buffaloes. Um, what was your biggest biggest thing from that? And that'll be the last thing. So biggest thing from that would probably just be, I mean, literally just, uh, first off, it's a great story. Like there's, there's unexpected things that happen. It's emotional. You laugh, you cry, all emotions. It's great. But the biggest thing that I really took out of it was probably just like the importance of mileage. I mean, I think before I read that book, like I had some understanding of it, but that book kind of just like solidified that that's, you know, cross country is a summer sport played out in the fall. It's, it's all about what you what you put in in that early season and building that base. Um, and that book kind of kind of convinced me of that mindset. Yeah, no, I I got I got that. I got I understand that. I, I think a lot of 
think a lot of runners try to, you know, build that base like early on. A lot of coaches like having their like training philosophies is kind of mm-hmm. base first and you keep on going and then, you know, you introduce um like tempos and like running is very like it's like an art form right that's like mm-hmm. you either have a like just designing a training plan and like training for specific goals it's like i don't know you kind of like you can find different mediums to kind of attack like what your goals are and you can introduce yeah, like for sure tempo runs long runs like hill sprints just, just kind of like get to where you want but um obviously i won't get into that type of just wrapping it up but thank you um for coming on yeah thanks for having me man it's been awesome i'd love to to come on again hopefully in a couple months once i have some races under my belt yeah of course and i'll wrap it up here